Are you looking for the best way to manage your money? Well, I've experimented with six different money management programs over the years. And ooh, on this chilly morning, I'm gonna share with you what I use to manage my business and personal finances. And I'll also share some thoughts with you on whether or not you may actually need to account for business expenditures in the first place a little cart before the horse or vice versa in my own experience well actually no exactly that so let's get right into it on this 91st episode of the all-around growth podcast this is a show focused on building the lives of our dreams my name is Rob Kaiser and I am your host on this Thursday, February 4th, 2021. And yeah, it's a crisp nine degrees, but it's also beautiful out because it's about sunrise right now. We've got a clear morning, very beautiful sunrise, snow on the ground, snapped a couple pictures. I will share them in the Telegram group. And for some incentive to join and see the beautiful sunset here at York Meadow Farm, go to your internet browser to t.me slash allaroundgrowth and join us on Telegram. Or if you've got the Telegram Messenger app on your phone, search the groups for All Around Growth. All right, so today's show topic is personal and business money management software. Okay, and what we are going to do, give me one second here. Okay, so why this topic? Well, my current 30-day goal is to spend one Pomodoro each day working within Quicken. And because my best focused time is in the mornings, I've been trying to do that in the mornings. And well, so spoiler alert, I use Quicken, specifically Quicken Home Business and Rental Property. And that version is only available on PC, not Mac at this time. And the decision to use this particular software ties into a whole complex computing system and a deliberate living system, if you will, that is integrated and fits well with my entire life. So in the past, I have used Quicken, Mint, you need a budget, QuickBooks, both the online and the installed desktop client version, which are, which are different from one another. I have also used FreshBooks, and I have tinkered around with and experimented with a program called 
Xero, X-E-R-O. And so let's get into why I returned to Quicken. And in a nutshell, all right, let's turn this down. Let's hit the road, shall we? Now, in a nutshell, I returned to Quicken because of its functionality, especially on a PC, the ease of recording and re re reporting, you know, recording transactions and reporting of said transactions, especially when it comes to tax time. Uh, the, the fact that I can use the same program for personal as well as business transactions. And you may or may not be interested in doing that, but it works for me. And I have some reasons why, and I, I, I will touch on some of those reasons why I no longer separate like I once did. And that will also tie into some brief dialogue about why you may or may not actually need to actually go through all the processes of having a business in the first place um, and, and but more on that later. So the last thing that, that helped me make this decision is that this is the same program that my father uses. And we are all getting older in life and there may there may come a time where I am going to need to look into or help manage uh, the books, you know, with his finances and, and, the, and the farm and things like that. So, you know, we'll see what the future has in store, but that is not the ultimate deciding factor for me, but it was a contributing factor and I've already got experience with the program from the past and had been using it on a Mac anyways, but decided the ultimate um, turning point for me was the fact that the version that I wanted to use was not available on the Mac for some reason. So anyways, um, so here's, I guess like, let me touch on some of my experiences with those other programs. Um, I began using Quicken many, many years ago, way back in the day, and I never really did it consistently. I've never used any of these programs consistently up until recently, okay? And let me see if I can, oh, friends, it's cold. Something's, something's rattling around back here. Sorry for the background noise. Um, but Mint is an online program that I believe Quicken or Intuit, the parent company, bought several years ago. It's largely an online program, I believe. And it's, you know, it works. It, it integrates really well with a lot of online banking. And if you do that and are largely using um, a credit card, 
it is it, it, it is a very good program to use and I think what I'm going to need to do is check the, the cap of my truck make sure that all the fittings and everything is seated properly sometimes they loosen up and you know it would be bad my friends if I was driving along and poof there goes the cap I mean I joke but I, I'm, I'm sure that's a thing somewhere Florida man maybe I don't know um, anyways I'm not even entirely sure that's outside the truck it may be inside I was fooling around in here the other day. Uh, again, bear with me. My apologies for the unfiltered and unedited podcast. It is what it is. Now, in addition to Mint, I've also used You Need a Budget, and that was, at the time I used it, a program that you installed on your computer or PC, or Mac, sorry, and it, it was nice enough, but again, like, I just had bad financial behaviors, and I'll, I'll, I'll touch more on that in a second. Now, I've used QuickBooks, both online and the installed desktop client. I use QuickBooks uh, at work, the, the wholesale and manufacturing edition. And then we have the other software program that I helped write and create that is a third-party software program that integrates with that so that Quicken then basically becomes a backdoor program and we inter that interfaces with the program that we use on a daily basis. And uh, QuickBooks is a very, um, you know, capable program. It's uh, widely used by a number of companies and historically has been for many years. Now, I've also dabbled with FreshBooks a little bit, which is a nice QuickBooks alternative kind of hip, kind of cool, online-based. Again, that was something I experimented with, and due to inconsistencies with my own... The, basically, the inconsistencies with the management of my life, I stopped using it, much like Zero. So, I know people that are using both FreshBooks and Zero. I'm... There are... A, a number of reviews on all of them. I didn't link to any of them in the show notes because I simply, I didn't want to, this isn't a review of these programs necessarily. I'm simply sharing my own experience with them like I do with most of the show. It's, it's, it's me talking about my own experiences with regard to personal growth and development focused on seven categories that I set goals on routinely and those, all of this consists of and comprises something that 
we refer to as all-around growth. So, <clears throat> I think whatever program you use, it's the behavior that is behind it. You know, Dave Ramsey says in Financial Peace University that what we do and, and, and the success that we have is largely based on 80% behavior and 20% head knowledge. Our problems with money and our debt stems from behavior patterns that get us stuck in this routine where we don't know anything other than the current reality that we're in and in a sense we've been programmed or conditioned to believe that we must accept the current reality for what it is but but there are options and this isn't just a decision on you know what software to choose to run your business or manage your life your personal finances rather it's 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 more that it's more what are you going to do to manage your life you know software is just one component of the actual behavior change that's taking place and you know that kind of segues into should you have a separate business account and should you be doing all these things separately i i don't know i mean i can't i can't i can't answer that question for you but if i had to i can only explain why I have a separate business account. And the long and short of it is, I formed this account. My, my, my business account, I formed the LLC six years ago, and the driving factors be at that time were, that's what people were doing, that's what that guy did. You know, he was using QuickBook, QuickBooks Online, so I was using, so I used QuickBooks Online. I was paying for a subscription that was, you know, we paid a lot of money to have a website built, logo developed, and all this shit, right? That's what it was, shit. You know, I just recovered the website, actually, because I burned out and let that go dormant. Luckily, I was able to recover the domain name, and now I'm able to tie it all back together with some, with some people and uh, that have been so gracious enough to help me. But, you know, regarding business, if, 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 you know, what's your goal? Is it making money, developing and establishing connections and networking within the community? A combination of both? Well, with regard to business, just start doing business. I mean, you know, do what you have to do to achieve your goal. And if it's making money, then start making money you know, and then form an LLC because you may start doing something and decide that that's not what you want to do. And if you're going to spend some money and, you know, like do all this shit, I mean, that's my, that's just my opinion. And, and none of this is financial advice. I don't really see any cost benefit or, or any or any gain that, that you could have in tax savings and stuff if you're not really generating income. I mean, 
there are, but it, it, you can only operate at a loss for so long before everything you're doing is, you know, kind of called into question for the basically taking advantage of the system. I don't want to take advantage of the system, but only within the confines of the system. And one of the ways to do that is to run a business and that means running a business, not doing what I did, which was chasing other people's dreams and, and just, you know, not being true to myself. And most of all, I think that it can all be done without debt. And as far as business principles are concerned, my default is Dave Ramsey's Entree Leadership, which I am in the process of reading. And thus far, until I find something superior to that, the way in which I will be operating a business will be largely structured around those principles, much like how I am living life is beginning to be structured around the principles of Financial Peace University. So, there you go. Start doing business with a simple paper ledger. I think that's good enough to start with cash. Uh, I've gone back to my business ventures, tracking them in a simple legal pad and also spending cash and not going too overboard about what I'm doing and how until the summertime when I actually start moving product or at least doing some market research to determine if there is a market for the delicious kombucha that I make. I sure hope so, but I don't know. Um, this will be, you know, just another attempt at some kind of venture within York Meadow Farm because I tried the market farming and I failed at that attempt with that venture in the manner in which I was doing it. That's okay. It wasn't for me at that time, but that's not to say that we aren't market farming now on the property. We are. It's just that I'm not the one responsible for doing that just partly responsible for collaborating with the people that are to help them do so more effectively than they could if they were doing it alone. All right. Well, my friends, I hope this episode was a valuable use of your time. And if so, and you feel like you'd like to support the show in some way, shape, or form, you can go to the show notes, scroll all the way down to the bottom where you'll see a link in all capital letters that says click here to rate and review the podcast. If you do that, it will take you to Apple Podcasts where you can give a five-star rating. And if you feel so inclined, leave a written review. Doing so there will help affect the algorithms the most. And at this point in time, as we're trying to grow the show, that's important because most of the listens are being generated on that platform and if or when that changes, I'll be sure to notify you guys accordingly so that you can leave reviews on those other platforms as well. Feel free to do so on your podcast player of choice as well. And if you like it, share it with your friends. Share it on social media. Share it in the groups you're in. Share it wherever. If you have any questions or feedback for me, send it my way to allaroundgrowth at gmail.com. And last but not least check out the community on Telegram. Again, 
We have a small but vibrant community there, t.me slash allaroundgrowth. Look forward to connecting with you online there. This is Rob Kaiser, and thank you.